With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It is Tuesday night. It is approximately 9 p.m. Eastern. Where else are you going to be than with me, Dave Schofield, co-editor behind the steel curtain.com. And with me as always, also with us, of course, because he's always here, is my big brother Rich. Rich, how are you doing tonight? Hey, Steel hey. fans. Draft is yeah. over. No more mock draft crap. <laughs> what are you talking about? And Andrew yeah, Wobar in the live chat. He's already working on his first mock draft for next year. So, I mean, they have him out for next year. So he figures, I ah, I might as well jump in and do one. So McShay uh, already did his and thinks the Steelers are taking a quarterback. Yep. And uh, you know what? We'll have to see what Andrew thinks. Well, we'll, we'll that, that'll be interesting to see. But uh, we're here. We're with you. Um, I'm losing my voice a little bit. I had a softball game tonight. It was cold. I'm still out there in my shorts and shorts and shirts. But I mean, but it's funny. Everyone cold. else is wearing jackets and stuff. Not me. I'm out there in regular nah, stuff. Nah, but nah, now nah. I feel on, like no. I'm losing my voice. Kyle had a baseball game night. What temperature did you have? Oh, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to the temperature. The problem was we had a lot of wind. It's very windy when we play softball. But um yeah, we had wind too. It was chilly. People were yeah. bundled up in the winter coats and gloves. Um, I actually, yep, you'll find it's hard to believe. I wore jeans. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I very seldom do that. Well, so. you very seldom. For those of you that don't know, I'm the, I'm a, I wear shorts year round. It's very, very unusual, especially since I, I, I no longer have a have my old day job of teaching. Um, I've been removed for that for almost. Well, 
No, I still longer than you did it. Longer, longer. No, not yet. Not yet. I I taught for more than 10 years and it's almost been 10 years since I was full-time teaching. I did some part-time teaching in there, but, um, yeah, I wear shorts all the time. That's just what I do. Even the winter, even when it's snowing. If I'm going outside to, to, to blow snow, I'll put on sweatpants. You know, that, that that's just a little bit too far. But um, so I'm I'm always wearing shorts now. But uh, yeah, it was chilly out there. The shorts didn't bother me. And believe it or not, I had short sleeves. I would, My arms were fine. My hands got cold. It was just one of those crazy Re- ones. Re- Reginald says, I thought you two live in the same state. We Reginald, do. We do. But we live at about a 2,200-foot difference in altitude. And people think that I live in the mountains. I don't live in the mountains. Although there's a mountain there and a mountain there, you live – I live in between the mountains. You live on top of the mountains. You know, yes. <laughs> to, to get from my house to your house, you go up a mountain, and then you might dip a little bit, and then you go up another mountain, and then it's a little bit – and then you just go up and up and up and up. Keep That's, climbing the steps. Keep climbing the steps. You and you know there. what? Because where you live, you're very similar to Pittsburgh. It's very similar weather, a lot of the same stuff. For me, I'm unfortunately closer to that purple team. So speaking of Steelers, speaking of Pittsburgh, we've got not a lot of news to talk about this time of year. I got to bring up what the news that's coming. And that's because it's important from a programming note. And that is tomorrow, we will finally find out when the Steelers play their games and during the 2021 season. We already know who they're playing. We already know the the games that are home and away. We just don't know the order of operations. We don't know which one are primetime games, when they play on Thursday, although there was a rumor about that one that might have been leaked. Uh, We'll see if that one was true. I heard a rumor week 14 in Minnesota. That would be like December 15th. That That would be very interesting. Um, but it doesn't matter because Minnesota plays inside, plays inside, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, what do you do? But no, the problem actually is getting there sometimes when it comes, um, to, to that, but we don't know if I, I heard that as a random thing. I have no idea if there's any credence to that or not. Um, we'll find I, out now, won't we? Well, we in, in 24 hours, we will know the answer. The NFL was actually doing something different. And, and I, When Michael Beck shared this with us today, I said, you know, this is actually kind of a brilliant strategy. They are are actually brilliant. Yes. Um, They're releasing the week one schedule on the various morning shows of the networks that carry the NFL. So we'll know the Steelers week one opponent Wednesday morning. Then we'll know the rest of the opponents throughout the day. So that's that's going to be pretty interesting to, to know and to see how that works out. And because of that, if you tune in tomorrow night looking for the curtain call, you're going to be surprised because the curtain call was being moved to Thursday night this week. The Steelers preview is being bumped up one night. So it'll be myself, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis. We always do a special preview show when the schedule was released. So we wanted to do it that night. So we made the old switcheroo for a week. And then if you turn in Thursday night thinking you're going to see the preview, you're going to get the curtain call. That's just the way it's going to be this week. But you're you're going to get the same shows, just those two switched up. So I'm excited about getting the schedule. I did an article. I think it might have been over the weekend. I can't remember. They all run together. That I said... I think the most important thing to look for in the schedule 
is that bye week. I've never been a, well, the bye week's all that important kind of person until last year when I saw how important that bye week was. When it happened and the Steelers lost their bye week and it got moved up, I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. You got to overcome. You got to know what you're doing. You got to, I tell you, they didn't have a bye last year. And the one that they did have was week four, but they didn't get to really have it. So I would really like the NFL to give them a nice little favor, give them a late bye week. Do you think when the bye week occurs really matters, Rich? Um. Well, I'll tell you what, week, week four, when it supposedly <laughs> happened but didn't happen, that's not cool. No, that's not cool. I th- I think you gain an, an advantage if you're if you're week maybe seven, but really eight on mm-hmm. is more yeah. of an advantage. Absolutely. I completely agree. If you look at the two teams that were represented each conference in the Super Bowl this past year, the the AFC representative had a buy in week 10, and the NFC representative had a buy in week 13. Yes, 13. Didn't even realize they were still buys by week 13. I thought they were done week 11 because week 12 with Thanksgiving, I thought they were done. And I'm like, what? There's two more teams that still have a buy? Yep. And guess what? You know how many games, I mean, and they they won every game after their bye week. Tampa Bay won every game after their bye week. They only had four games left in the regular season. They won all four of them, and then they won their four in the postseason. They won eight straight games out of their bye week. You know what's crazy? So did the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers won eight straight games out of their bye week. But unfortunately, they still had six more games to play and only went one and five. So... Take That's it crazy. for what it's worth. I mean, just, I mean, of, of course, you know, it depends on your opponents, everything else. But yeah, that was, I'm I'm hoping that I'd like nothing better than to look and see the Steelers by, by, by week being double digits. I would love a double digit by week with the, with the 18 weeks. And I deal with nine. Yep. Nine. I mean, nine, much, nine is right smack dab in the middle. I know. I mean, if we get, if we go, if we're before week nine, I'm going to feel like the NFL screwed us. Yeah. And they started by week. It's funny. The Steelers and Titans had by weeks in week eight last year. Week eight. Week four last year. Week eight is what it was supposed to be. Week four. They, they, no teams were supposed to have a bye that early. Now, the NFL was done buys that early before because, I mean, we remember back in from 99 through 2001, yep. there was only 31 teams. So there was a buy yep. every week. So some teams had their bye week week one. Some teams yep. had their bye week week 17. I remember in 2001, it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed, no, I think week 16 was supposed to be the Chargers because it really made it interesting from a fantasy football perspective because you could possibly have like your best player on by in the championship. But anyway, um, but things got 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 thrown out in 2001 when they had to move um, week two to the end of the season and things like that because of 9-11. But it was week five was the earliest bye week they scheduled last year. Do you think they go that early with this with the 17 game schedule, or do you think they bump it to at least six, if not seven, before they even get started? Who knows? It's the NFL. I know. They they should make them later. They, they, really they don't should. they don't always do things that make sense. So well, and here's why. This is why this should make sense. You should not have anyone on a buy. 
I think before week seven, because you're in essence getting an you you kind of are getting a second buy this year. But it's everyone basically has a week zero buy if you think about it, because they're doing the three preseason games in week what would normally be week one, two, and three. Right. And you've got an extra weekend in there with no preseason games, which basically you could call it the week four of the preseason by, you know, however you want to say it. So if you're having that extra week there, I still don't know when they're going to make the teams cut down to 53, if it'll be two days after the last game or if they're going to give them the extra week and then cut down. I'm not sure. But if you're get, having that time off there, having a bye four weeks later isn't that big of a deal because you've already had that. And I mean, granted, a lot of starters don't even play in week four anyway, but specifically not even prepping for a game there, I think they should bump them a little bit later, but we'll see. We've talked about buys for an awful long time here. So, um, but we're, I, I'm excited about the schedule. Bye. 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 Um, excited about the schedule. I told you about the programming notes. Uh, we're going to have the information for you at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll have the schedule out as soon as it's released. We'll have some breakdown of it. Always looking at those interesting things. And right now on the website, if you go, we have a rumor tracker. Jeff already got that article up and going that he's adding to it. If there's any rumors around the NFL of any leaks that, oh, so-and-so's playing this week, like uh, I know Michael Beck posted one um, to the rest of the staff that showed, I think it was supposed to be the Bears and the Rams on Sunday night football in week one, which disappointed me because both Brian Anthony Davis and I predicted um, Steelers Browns Sunday night football week one. So I guess we might be off on that one. Um, but that, we'll get but them all if you wrong. want to know any of those rumors, go to the website. It's there. You can look through them. Um, it should be the number, the top story there. Um, and we'll update it tomorrow throughout the day, kicking the timestamp up. To, if you see it, if you see it move back to the top of the page, that means there's been an update. Um, that's kind of how that works. So a lot of people are talking about the draft. Richard, are, 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 do you like talking about the draft after the fact? Is that no, so bad? No, but I wanted you to bring up one more point. Oh, what's one more point? I think it was you that stuck it on the Slack channel today, and it uh -oh. has me excited. Uh-oh. The 51,000. Oh, yes. I went to bring that up as the other news thing, and then I forgot about it. Uh, did you? I didn't read the exact date. They say it's coming. I didn't know if it was this Friday or if it's June 1st. I, I can't. I'm not sure I don't know. what the date was. I've been seeing so many different things from so many different states and dates. It's hard for me to keep track which state is which up here. With, but I, you know, I, between yeah. me hearing Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think it's soon because I think it affects the, the Penguins playoffs. But the state of Pennsylvania is upping the amount of people that are allowed at sporting venues and with Heinz field being an outdoor venue right now, the number for Heinz field, if they were to play two weeks from now would be 51,000 people. 51. That's, that's more than half yeah, because it's 68, what, what, seven, I think is what the capacity is. 68, seven fifty. Um, I got someone that brought it up here. Uh, Sherry Richards, who's on Facebook says May 17th. That sounds right. I can believe that. Um, well, I'll take your word for it. I, I know it's coming up soon, but um, that and that's just for now. That means by September, 
it could even be more. But man, just getting just getting fifty thousand people in Heinz Field this fall uh, would be absolutely fantastic. Get those terrible towels going. Um, I can't wait to get back there. I know warm, you can't wait to warm get up back the there. season tickets. Warm up the season tickets. Yep. Warm them up. <laughs> warm them up. Ready to go. So uh, that was some really good news. I'm glad you you helped me remember to to bring that up. But uh, for our topic tonight, as we're finally getting to it, but our topic, you know what our topic is every week? The Pittsburgh whatever Steelers. We, what, whatever I want to talk about. Whatever we want to talk about with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I said so, whatever I want to talk about, but that's not right. It's usually what you want to talk about. Well, actually, you inspired me for this topic tonight. You don't even know. Oh, that's because I'm an inspiring okay. kind of guy. You're an inspiring kind of guy. Well, everyone else is talking about the Steelers draft. So while everyone's going to talk about the draft, we're going to talk about what didn't happen in the draft. And okay. I'm like, let's talk about something that didn't happen. And you got me thinking because you just randomly texted me lyrics to a song this weekend. And you, you, oh, yes. ran, you randomly texted yes, me lyrics to the song. Yeah, the song was stuck in my head. So I by thought, Steve oh. Miller Band, not one of their more popular ones, but it's the song Wide River. And I just naturally made the step from wide river to wide receiver. So we're going to talk about wide receivers. So thank you for that okay. inspiration. You're, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> that's how we got there. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, for the first time in 10 years, did not draft a wide receiver. It was 2011, the last time they did not draft a wide receiver. That's the only year under Mike Tomlin that they didn't draft a wide receiver. I mean, I think... I'd have to look it up. I have it here somewhere. It would be like maybe three, at least three times they drafted two wide receivers. But this year was the first time they had none since 2011. Now, you got to look at the circumstances of why they might not draft a wide receiver. In 2011, they were coming off of drafting two wide receivers the year before. They took one fairly high, which would now be considered a day two pick in Emmanuel Sanders. And then they also took a, a late flyer on this guy called Antonio Brown. And because of their rookie seasons and the way they were they were working out, there wasn't a reason to draft one the next year. So this year going into it, you thought maybe the Steelers would go wide receiver. A lot of people thought they were, you know, they didn't have to go high. Maybe at the earliest, the end of day two, you know, if they really wanted a third round pick, but probably maybe a, a fourth. They didn't have a fifth. Maybe take a flyer late, see what they could do. But then they signed back then, to Smith Schuster. Yeah, I was going to say, as soon as Juju signed back, threw it out the yeah. window. They said, hey, there's something we don't have to do. Let's send our focus elsewhere in the draft. Yeah, so they so they have back the same five wide receivers from last year. And I was talking to one Jefferson Bartholomew Hartman today, and and he said, I'm actually surprised that they didn't draft one this past year anyway, because it's what they do to, to get ready. And I said, the problem is, are you going to keep six or are you not? Are you going to keep six kind of thinking, you know, which they've done in the past plenty of times, you know, but and mainly only use Ray Ray as a as a returner um, or or have someone who might not be active. And I got to give this to Jeff. He thought that they might trade someone like a James Washington and, you know, for a late round draft pick and, and draft another receiver. Now they didn't do it, but I'm, I also think it's very telling about what the Steelers did in this year's draft, because I've said it so many times that I feel that the Steelers draft not for this year, but for the next year. Right. 
I don't think they did that in 2021. Do you? No. I don't think so either. And I don't think they could well, because of the salary yes. cap situation and everything. Actually, I mean, they did, but not as much did, as they have. But not. They were, they were drafting need over looking a year ahead. You know what because, I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't the, oh, look, hey, Juju will be a free agent again next year. They didn't look at those things. They mm-hmm. didn't. Because they had so many, I don't want to call them glaring, but really they, you know, yeah. I mean, they had spots that they just really needed filled. Yeah, they did. They really did. And I, and I think they checked a lot of boxes with their draft. Um, that, like they I needed say, those to fill, people the, that aren't they to fill them. The, they needed yeah. to fill them on the cheap too, because yeah. we were up against the cap. Go up against the cap with that situation. And the, I mean, there's so many people, I even did an article today about how, you know, Pro Football Focus put another article out there about talking about how the Steelers' poor draft. It's funny. You call it a poor draft, but you didn't grade it poor. You graded it average. Anyway, shows that they are in rebuild mode. And I'm like, you just – well, the only reason they're calling it a poor draft is because they're going to give an awful grade to anyone who drafts a running back before round three. Um, I'm not big on running backs in round one. I'm actually going to talk about that in this week's Steelers Stat Geek, so make sure you tune into that. That's on the audio-only side of our podcast platform. Um, But that instantly right there knocked down the Steelers. But I kind of ripped into them and had some fun with that today, so that made some good, you know, something for me to vent about. But when you you look at it, the – the Steelers really did draft some things that they had to have this season. But look at last year's draft. Now, granted, that you know, Minka Fitzpatrick was the first round pick. You, you know that. But they are then they had him. But even Chase Claypool, who was a big contributor last year, didn't even have to contribute last year. He was mainly the next wide receiver for when the last one moves on when they, you know, when Juju possibly moved on, they wanted to make sure they had him and have some experience for this year. Alex Highsmith wasn't brought in to be a starter at outside linebacker. He was brought, he was drafted to be that rotational guy. And then if they couldn't sign Dupree, he could step up the next year. Then you look at Anthony McFarland. He wasn't, you know, he was kind of drafted to see what he could do if, as James Conner moved on, to see if he was a guy capable of that. And the fact that they went running back in round one kind of showed you that they didn't get the same vibe, you know, which I didn't when they drafted him, but that's beside the point. Then you get someone like Kevin Dotson, who was really your best lineman last year, but couldn't get on the field because that wasn't the plan. The whole time, it seemed like. And then even, you know, then you had, you know, Brooks got some playing time. That was maybe some depth at safety. And then Carlos Davis, who actually then, you know, they didn't have to have a defensive tackle right then. And now it seems like they they had that for depth. Every move that they made last year was basically to address possibly losing someone the following year. You know, like, I mean like the Steelers, they weren't going to have Wormley and Alawalu for this year necessarily, but they still managed to get them both. So so a lot of times I look at who I think the Steelers are going to draft, and I look at who could they lose after this season, and that's what they might be trying to fill in. But that was not how it was this year. That wasn't how it worked. Because if it was, they'd probably draft two wide receivers. Because how many wide receivers do they have under contract for 2022? 
Hold on. One. Two. Oh, is it two? Who's the yep. other one? Oh. It's Deontay Johnson yeah. and Chase Claypool. Gotcha. Those are the only receivers they have under contract for 2022. So it would have been a big Steelers move to go ahead and draft a wide receiver or two to make sure that you have those guys because Ray Ray McLeod came back one year deal. Juju Smith-Schuster came back one year deal. Yes, he has void years on there, but only one, one year that he's got where he's got a base salary and is under contract. He is a free agent come next year. Um, James Washington gets to the end of his rookie deal. So, and then, any of the guys they had off the practice squad or brought in as undrafted free agents. Those are all guys that are, it's, it's, it's really one year. Now, if any of the undrafted free agents make it, then you're talking about having them as like, you know, um, exclusive rights, free agents and things yep. like that. You would have, you could have, but first they would actually have to make the team ahead of the other guys that they have now. So if you just look at the projected five, that they're going to keep the same five, they only got two back next year so question number one they juju already signed his deal this offseason so you're not looking at a new deal for him ray ray already signed his one-year deal to come back so you're not talking a new deal for him the only player the only wide receiver they have that they could work out a long-term deal before the season starts to keep around for 2022 and beyond is james washington Yep. Do you think the Steelers try to keep James Washington by extending him before the start of the 2021 season? Yeah, um, I would imagine there will be some talks. I don't know if anything will happen. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they do. I honestly do, because he's still a guy that can do some fantastic things. I mean, Grandpa Strong. It just still seems like he hasn't figured out, not he, but all of them, hasn't figured out exactly how he fits into the Steelers' offense. Does that make sense to you? Yep. Could you agree with that one? I do. Yeah. But the reason it wouldn't surprise me it surprised me is let's say the Steelers are looking, you know, let's say the front office is looking at it and they say, mm -hmm. hmm. Because they would know better than we do. Yeah. yeah. James Washington like it here. So he enjoyed being in Pittsburgh. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah. If if he's willing to, you know, come on at a really nice deal for another year or two, why would you not? Oh, yeah. I love James Washington. I like his work ethic. I like, you know, he's a farmer. I mean, what's not to like uh, about him? He just seems like a good, humble guy. But the only question is, how he feels about it. Does he feel like it's not the right fit in Pittsburgh? Does he feel it is the right fit in Pittsburgh? And he's not a guy that talks much. You know, some people feel like Ben Roethlisberger called him out the season before, or was it the one before that? I can't remember when he called, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but then again, last year, Ben's like, I mean, that. remember that one play? I can't even remember which game it was, where Ben just leaned back and just heaved the ball. It was like on a third and long. Yep, it a was. ball that just seemed like it was going to be picked, and he just kind of heaved it to a spot. And they said afterwards, like, "Were you worried about that?" He's like, "I was going to James Washington. I know if anyone was going to go pull it down, he was, you know, he's going to go get it." Yeah. So you kind of have that. 
I think 2021 might paint a, a bigger and better picture for the future of James Washington. Yeah. So, um, so other than that, you're looking at Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, but you know what, you know, whose problem that is that's 2022's problem because we haven't even gotten to training camp for 2021. We don't want to look past Correct. this season. We This is what we're playing for. So those things will work themselves out eventually. There's no problem trying to get stuff done ahead of time the way the Steelers do business. But what do you think of this wide receiver core that the Steelers have going into 2021? I mean, you know, it's the same guys as last year. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? What What are your thoughts? <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's a good thing because what's not going with them to 2021 is, you know, the guy that called those young wide receivers a bunch of farts in a skillet. Oh. <laughs> um, that... Uh-huh. I think could be an addition by subtraction. Uh, I, I I feel you there. I feel you there. I I I, 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 I want to see this offense what it can do. Right, and I have more faith in Matt Canada to build this offense and put his wide receivers and his quarterback in better positions to succeed than they did last year. And the wide receiver core was not bad last year. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they're all young guys. They, their trajectory is still on the up and up. <laughs> all right. So I got to explain it. Yes. Okay, Jeff yeah. Randy Feetner in a news conference after a game was asked about his young wide receivers cores. And he said, they're always just bouncing around everywhere like a fart in a skillet. Yeah. And I had no clue what he meant by <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> At that point in time, I was like, this guy needs to not be our offensive coordinator. <laughs> and um, that was that. Yeah, that, that was that. So I, I feel what you're saying there. I mean, it seemed like they were just trying to get these ball, these balls to these receivers as quick as possible and try to make them do something. Um, it seemed like they struggled with coming up with anything new to, to get it there. Um, that was last year. I I don't see, I don't envision the same type of problems, but then again, whoever does you always, I mean, some people are like, Oh, you're, you're wearing your black and gold goggles. I mean, I don't go into a season thinking that things that worked last year or players that played well are naturally going to be worse the next year. I just don't. That's just not the way I look at it. Right. So, so that's that's kind of how it goes. We're we've got a lot to break down with these wide receivers. Um, we're gonna, we're, you know, we'll talk maybe a little bit of depth chart. We'll talk about how they compare to the NFL, some other things. Um, how you know how are they as a strength of the team? All that. But first, we're gonna go ahead and take our break. So that way we can get into that in the second part. So if you are listening on the audio side, go ahead over and click on a part two. If you're with us here on YouTube or Facebook, we're going to go ahead and take that break now before we get into this too much. And we'll be back in just a few seconds. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.